Phase One Academy is leading the way in high-quality, affordable training for officers nationwide. Your department can take advantage of more than 1,000 HD videos and 175 full-length courses in a robust learning management system. Training is certified or accepted for training credit in 35 states. Join the industry's most officer-friendly learning platform with more than 60,000 subscribers. To schedule a free demo, go to policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hi, this is Jim Dudley. So, Jim, it's October. Um, Currently, playoff baseball is being played. Um, The leaves are falling. High school football games are underway in full earnest swing. And it's also Cybersecurity Awareness Month. I don't know if you knew that, but it is. Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and as a consequence of that, we've got a series of articles on Police One addressing different uh, cybersecurity issues. I also wanted to include a podcast on the topic. Um, Cybersecurity, for me, has a couple of ramifications in law enforcement. Obviously, there's the one that's investigative in nature. When law enforcement um, is asked to investigate a cybercrime against Walmart or against somebody else or someone who's been hacked or doxxed or what have you. But I want to get into the side of the equation on cybersecurity where cyber is a threat to law enforcement. For example, Anonymous has famously hacked a number of police departments and gotten the databases on all of the officers' home addresses and names and all of that other sort of thing. Um, there has been at least one that I'm aware of because I've, I, I covered it, um, a instance in which a department was attacked with what's called um, ransomware, where mm-hmm. all of their data was held ransom, held for uh, ransom by, uh, I believe they were Russian hackers. And ultimately the chief of police there um, had to pay the ransom. That's ultimately what happened. So, you know, it, you have these notions of being doxxed, you know, individual officers or agencies having all of their personal private information put out there. And we know that in this day and age, that can be a really dangerous scenario, sure. officer safety wise. And then, of course, the, the agencies that need to protect themselves. So obviously, for the for the, the ransomware thing, you've got to have redundancy of your data. You know, if you have redundancy, you've really inoculated yourself against that type of an attack, you can say to them, keep the information, we've still got it on another server, right? Right, right. right. And, and I, I think that most large law enforcement agencies will have an IT service that will protect the agency computers. And they'll probably have policies that say, don't open personal email on agency accounts, don't go to um, Yahoo or uh, you know some of the uh, the public sites that ha- have uh, been known to um, have had attacks. Um, you know we just know that Yahoo's given up thousands and thousands of uh, personal information because they were hacked. So my my uh, in preparation for this podcast, I thought about what has happened to some friends uh, pretty recently as of late, and and they're really just electronic versions of the old. Uh, you know, knocking your door and there's a guy with an empty gas can who says, you know, I ran out of gas around the corner. Uh, I need $5 for gas. Can you give me $5? It's a little more sophisticated and they usually uh, uh, threaten you with a, a bigger loss. Um, and so my my uh, 
buyer beware to law enforcement people out there is don't be a victim of phishing. And I mean mm-hmm. phishing with, with a P-H, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. And um, and so friends who have been hacked recently, actually, I, I guess I was hacked myself when uh, I got a notice from Facebook asking if I had tried to log on my Facebook page in China. Huh. And of course, I had not. So um, I shut it down, changed my passwords and opened it up again and have had no problems that I could foresee. Another friend recently, um, I got an email from an individual's account saying that uh, they had some problems on their vacation in yeah. pick a country and uh, they are $1,500 short. Could you please mail them? And they usually ask for a wire transaction or gift cards. Yeah, sent gift cards them. is a big one. Yeah, yeah. So get me out of jail with a Best Buy card or a, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And so... Just don't be a sucker on those ones. <laughs> yeah, right. So... You know, some people do fall, and they're hoping they're hoping for maybe uh, an elderly pensioner or somebody um, who who might fall for it out of the goodness and kindness of their hearts. And so, I'm asking you to hold your resolve a little bit. But there's some things I think that some really simple things you can do to prevent yourself from being a victim of those kinds of attacks. And they're simple: uh, changing your passwords often, um, changing them. Um, quite differently from your old passwords, um, using phonetics, um, using uh, things that they can't tie back to you based on who you are, what your star number is, where, what your birth date is, your children, things like that. All those sort of predictable passwords that they might be able to, to guess about you. And and, and another one, um, uh, apps, if you can't trust the yeah. uh, validity of an app or where it came from or where it's created, sometimes your computer will tell you this is not a trusted site. Do you still want to proceed? And I know some of you are saying <laughs> yes, because it's a cool app. Uh, but then finally, my last word of uh, Jim Dudley advice is uh, when you go into um, a place that offers free Wi-Fi don't don't bite. Um, if you're going to look at the news or something like that, um, that's fine. Don't go to your Amazon account or or some other account where you have to put in your passwords, where you might have to put in your credit card information and uh, make a purchase on free Wi-Fi because I think you're you're pretty much asking for trouble then. Yeah, you know, and <clears throat> thinking specifically again about ransomware, where I think. There's a real danger in 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 law enforcement profession because there's so much sensitive data on law enforcement servers, um, and you don't want it getting out. You don't want it being held for ransom. You don't want it doing whatever you know nefarious things. But you have to understand that most ransomware offenders they don't even know who they're contacting. Mm-hmm. They have no idea. They yeah. just throw throw their attacks out there. Um, scatter shot just to try and hit anybody and everybody. So they may not even know what they have. So, like I said, in the case that I know about, I believe it was in, in uh, Massachusetts, Chief of Police said, you know what? That stuff's not going to mean anything to them. They're not going to be able to use it for mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. We're just going to pay them off and get them out of our hair. Now, you got to make sure that, like you said, if you have a, if you have a large-scale department, you have an IT department within the department, you've got people who are well-versed in this stuff, you're more likely to be protected but if you're a small to mid-sized agency where you know it's 
you know, Mary Sue down in, you know, at the public library, who's really our IT person, she may be great and fantastic, but she might not necessarily have the, the, the tools and resources to protect that server, to have the redundancy of that server, mm -hmm. or to ensure that, you know, such attacks aren't committed. Um, and two, I also want to get back to the doxing. The doxing attacks, unlike the scattershot um, ransomware attacks, they're targeted. They are very specifically sure. targeted. And it's, you know, someone working with the, the, known, the group known as Anonymous, and I have my fingers and finger quotes now, um, which is really not an organization so much as it is an idea. Um, so you can have a really sophisticated hacker where you can have a really knuckleheaded kid basically have the same, same um, uh, intent to attack. The really sophisticated hacker is going to be the person who's most dangerous to. Sure. And we've had whole agencies had their 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 stuff re released. So again, you've got to figure out a way to really firewall your your servers. Ensure, like you'd said, that you don't allow your officers to get on um, questionable websites uh, during uh, uh, on duty. Uh, that could potentially have that kind of malware uh, mm -hmm. residing in the background. And, and you know, what, if something does come out and you are doxxed, you know, you, you got to work quickly to, uh, you know, to try and change as much information as, as you possibly can um, and, and secret that, that stuff. You know, I mean, obviously you don't want to have your social security number and home address floating around out there right. for the bad guys to have. Right. And that actually has happened to law enforcement officers in the Bay Area after the uh, Occupy Wall Street um, demonstrations of 2011, 2012, where uh, I know one officer who um, uh, was receiving phone calls in the middle of the night. His family got threats. Uh, people drove by his house because he found out later, and, and I've seen it before, that all of his personal information was documented, obtained, and uh, published on other websites uh, of people uh, not fans of law enforcement officers. It's a nightmare scenario for all cops. So um, I guess the real answer here is we don't have the answers here. Well, there are, there are some uh, software um, and, and some pay um, uh, entities that will try after the fact to get those horses back in the barn yeah. and cover up your tracks a little bit and uh, take you off some servers and databases that that would publicize magazine subscriptions yeah. and things like that. Yeah, there are. That's that was what I was going to get to. Is that oh. there are services out there, um, you know, that, that are experts in the field at this. I claim no such expertise, and I think you'd probably agree with me right. that you know, prepare yourself, defend yourself, go out and seek the services, the advice. Um, of people who really know this stuff, you know, like you'd done, go to the DHS website, go to the FBI's website. The FBI cybersecurity is based here in San Francisco. That's the head of cyber is he's here. Um, there are resources for officers and agencies proactively to protect themselves. And also in the event of an attack to try and seek, um, you know, a solution and, and putting, as you said, the, the horses back in the barn, the toothpaste back in the tube and try and repair your kind of disrupted life. So that's our, I think, probably best counsel to any officers and agencies out there. Um, if you have further questions about this, uh, we can certainly try to forward your inquiries to people who uh, we might be aware of in law enforcement. Uh, I did mention um, the FBI Cyber Division. Uh, there are others. So send us an email at policingmatters at police1.com and uh, protect yourself and stay safe out there.